How's it going? I'm Coco. And this is Mike. And this is Rock and Vino, the podcast where we talk about wine and music and food and how they all go so well together. You can find past episodes all over the web, wherever you find your podcast provider of choice. Uh, new episodes every Tuesday. Find them on Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Apple Podcasts, and more recently, iHeartRadio. Now in the That's right. iHeartRadio podcast app. So We just found that. Exactly. Fun surprises. Uh, be sure to uh, like and subscribe on social media at Rock and Vino, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all the places, and rate the podcast if you like it, and subscribe to it, and do all those things. Five just stars just, and comment. Exactly. Just spend one day and just do all those things. <laughs> exactly. Uh, a couple fun guests joining us this week, mixing uh, mixing music and wine. We have uh, Dustin Brooks and Ashley Oswald. Thanks for coming in. Thank you for having us. Thanks so much. <laughs> And so, um, Ashley and Dustin, I know you guys just from out and about. I actually, Dustin used to be my neighbor, and Mm -hmm. we kind of used to work together, but like sideways, kind of, sort (laughs) of. And then, Ashley, we met because we worked together. Absolutely. And uh, so just tell me a little bit about what you guys currently do, and yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And while Um, you do that, I'm going to open up some wine. So I'm Ashley, and I work in the wine industry. Um, It's an industry that I kind of fell into. Currently, I am the wine club concierge for a beautiful winery called Lancaster Estate under the Foley Family Wines label. I've been working with Foley Family Wines kind of off and on for about a decade now, kind of cut my teeth with this company, so I owe them a lot. And, uh, but I've also worked as executive chef. Um, You know, I grew up in Los Angeles, so I uh, have a lot of experience just within the music industry, just being around people and places and folks and things. And uh, yeah, there's more, but I'll tell you later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Dustin. I'm originally born and raised in Rapid City, South Dakota. Uh, I've done a number of things. I'm currently a civil engineer tech at Adobe Associates. And we're kind of helping rebuild Coffee Park and Fountain Grove after the fires. Um, I've also uh, worked in the music industry. I'm a light director at the House of Rock. Um, I've done stuff with Lincoln Theater and just, you know, mingling with the locals, finding all the cool musicians, um, and just making as many friends as possible. I've actually worked with Ashley at Lancaster. I got my little taste of the wine industry. Heck yeah, you did. Um, and met all the friends. Now we all go to rock shows together. So. And yeah. Dustin's great because he has definitely um, shared a lot of his contacts with us, and some of those contacts have then become guests on the show. So thanks a lot, Dustin. You're very welcome. I'm going to cheers to you on that one. Cheers. <laughs> cheers. Cheers. <Mike>. <laughs> <laughs> a long distance cheers. A long distance cheers, yes. Now, uh, doing lighting at House of Rock, I mean, even though it's a smaller venue in comparison, it's a pretty complex lighting system there. I think there's a lot that goes into that. Oh, there, there definitely is. Um, it, it's, I'm still learning. I've been there for three <laughs> years, and there's still stuff that I'm learning. And it's, it's just a great venue. We have a lot of fun. We've got a lot of local bands. Um, we're trying to keep it going. Who's, and like, the biggest band that's played there? The biggest band that's played there, I mean, since I was there, we did Blue Oyster Cult. We've done Brett Michaels. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. Um, Brett Michaels. Puddle <laughs> Mud was there. 
stuff oh like yeah that. Mike i was went at to that, that show. show oh you know about that <laughs> show. oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> good stories about quite that. the drama at that show evidently yeah. <laughs> i think we're actually trying to get him back so yeah they're like back on tour uh-huh, uh-huh. he's like reformed now is he yeah well, he's got a new can... album and everything yeah he can uh, redeem himself. There you then. go. <laughs> we also got uh, the guy that recorded a lot of the sound for the Dirt movie, Motley Crue movie. So they're coming back this year too. So it'll be quite a quite a season. We're what just, are they called again? Um, I'm just the Motley Crue band. I'm not sure oh. the name of it. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Aren't they like Crue Inc? I think they're called uh, Motley Crue Inc. Actually. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Or Motley Inc. Motley yeah, Motley Inc. Inc. There they are. Yeah. See, and I watched the Dirt at Ashley's house. Yeah. And that was super fun. We had some rum. We made that an occasion. And uh, we did. We all dressed up. I had my Motley Crue shirt on. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Super good time. I missed that party. You, yeah, you did. <laughs> we were texting you. We're like, not, Dustin. I know, I know. Not for lack of <laughs> trying. <laughs> exactly. Mike, did you see that movie? I've not seen it yet. Oh, come on, man. You definitely got to see it. You got to well, see it. Well, we watch it about Netflix. once a month at our house. You <laughs> yeah. come over. <laughs> <laughs> Is it... That's the one Machine Gun Kelly's in, isn't it? It is. He plays Tommy Lee. Exactly. Very cool. He did a great job. He did. Who else could have played Tommy Lee? Right. In a convincing way. Not many people. Mm -hmm. I don't think. But, yeah. Um, Okay. So, Dustin at House of Rock. Mm -hmm. And then Ashley. So, you grew up in L.A. Yeah. So, you have a lot of really fun stories. Tell us a little bit about that. Oh, gosh. Which which ones? <laughs> yeah, I know. Where to start? <laughs> it's been a rock and roll life. <laughs> um, let's see. I was I was born in Hollywood and um, raised in the Valley, the Valley Girl Valley, if any of you guys are wondering which one. Makes uh, sense. The, one right, <laughs> the one right behind. So I should actually be saying my name is Ashley from the Valley. Um, but, you know, I've seen, you know, you grew up in L.A., and what, what can you do before you're 18? There's nothing to do. You're a music lover from a young age. What do you do? You go to concerts because totally. you can't go to bars. You can't go to nightclubs. You know, I was always, you know, a little rough and tumble. So I'm, you know, ready for action at a young age. And um, so I would just go see music. You know, I've been obsessed with Led Zeppelin since yeah. day one. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'm just cut my teeth on classic rock. And I, you know, kind of come back to it all the time. Uh, but rock and roll has just always been something that I've loved. So if you can name an artist, I've probably seen him at least twice. Nice. You know, so that's kind of fun. Uh, I lived next door. Uh, I grew up next to someone that was a producer at Capitol Records. So I used to get to go to Rich Recording Studios all the time. And um, so it was pretty fun. And then I'm, you know, and they say if you remember it all, you really weren't there, so I'm <laughs> trying to rem- remember any details. I'll, I'll get back to you. <laughs> There's so many um, historic and iconic venues down there. Was there a favorite one for you, either Hollywood or L.A. in general? That... I guess, you know, I mean, the whiskey is always yeah. amazing, yeah. and I love the whiskey, and I really, you know, I do have to say I really miss the Tower Records on mm. on Sunset. Um, I met the Doors there when I was oh, 14. Stop it. That you would did? be amazing. I had 103 what? temperature. Obviously, I'm a little younger, so not all of the Doors, but the remaining Doors. And, uh, <laughs> and it was funny because I had 103 temperature, and I was so sick by the time it was, you know, because they were there signing some stuff, and you could ask them questions, and you got like a one-on-one time with them. Um, uh, in addition to them signing whatever you wanted, which was great. So I have a bunch of signed stuff in the doors. Um, But I remember I was so sick and I was so out of it and I didn't really know what was going on because my fever was, I was like, no, 
I'm meeting the doors tonight, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> and uh, I and I got to ask, who was it? I think I was talking to to John Densmore, mm-hmm. and I was like, so are you guys ever gonna tour again? <laughs> and, you know, and this is probably 1998, and I, and they're like, yeah, but you know. We need a singer. <laughs> Later on, I think they actually did tour for a little bit. I think that maybe the singer from the cult, somebody, oh, somebody like, I think the yeah. singer from the cult um, eventually ended up touring with them for a little while after before Ray Manzarek um, passed away, unfortunately. But, uh, but that was a big highlight. And, you know, I used to also go to, um, even though it was a bigger venue, uh, the Universal Amphitheater is where mm. I really, I mean, I could, I could just at least... 40 plus shows that I saw at that. I saw uh, Rage Against the Machine Evil Empire oh, tour God, in 1996 amazing. there. I was 13. Wow. It was unbelievable. One of the most violent shows I've ever <laughs> been oh, to. Yeah. It was a fully seated arena and people were moshing down the aisles. I love it. I got slammed into some poles oh. and like hurt my back and it was just like, but I kept rocking. I mean, I, <laughs> I was just so small compared to everybody else, but it was just. Yeah, it Have was amazing. Have you heard of the Fever 333? Yes, recently. They're recently. kind of a similar vibe okay. to um, Rage. They're just, and they're also very political, and oh. um, but they're insane. Like, if you see that, have you seen them? Mm-mm. They're insane, yeah, but amazing. I haven't heard them yet, but they just kind of got onto my radar yeah. recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just played Shoreline with Corn last week, and oh. it was it was one of those. <laughs> uh, I don't know why I didn't realize they were on that bill. Yeah, they, uh, apparently their set was wild, just well, yeah, jumping in the crowd. And yeah, didn't you see them at Aftershock? I did. Yeah, they yeah, were great. Right? Yeah. They were amazing. But same kind of energy, but I guess the singer just ran to those boxes in the middle and was like just jumping between them. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it, a didn't great band. Did Pumpkins play there last weekend too? They did. Yeah, they did. Uh, the, yeah, and the High Flying Birds. Mm-hmm. I love them. Didn't AFI open that show? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they did. Maybe. Which seems like a weird pairing. It but. is a weird <laughs> pairing, for sure. Yeah. But that sort of sounds about right. True. <laughs> yeah. But you guys have all gone to some really great shows lately. Like, Mike, you just went to Metallica. Yes. Oh, how oh, was that? That was an amazing show. It was really... They took the spirit of... The show twenty years ago and kicked it up eighteen different notches. Oh, it was and it was the S and M album. Uh, it was they took some of the songs from it, but a totally different show. Oh, uh, the fr- I, it was split into two sets. So the first set was probably more what you'd expect, basically band and symphony playing together. Uh, and then the second half was sort of experimental, like they sort of went weird with it. Not mm. weird, but. Um, <laughs> Metallica. Yeah, yeah. they <laughs> you can never go wrong. Right. Also, James looks like he's putting on some age. I mean, they're still rocking out, but I'm like, okay. Yeah, he did. Uh, he did one song with just the symphony, no band, wow. and Thrash it was kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Yes. You could tell he's so used to playing guitar as he's singing that he sort of like you could tell he like didn't know where to put his hands. <laughs> it, was like, it was sort of oh, funny to watch. So he was just singing. Yeah, just oh, just a vocal. What song was it? Uh, Unforgiven Three. Okay. Yeah, one of the newer ones. So it was, it was that kind of spirit for the second half, just trying these really out there ideas that were, uh, just bringing a whole new life to it. So that's awesome. That'd have been a great show to see. I love that when artists do that. They 
add something new to something that was that's always been a classic, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. I love it when they um some when they turn like a really aggressive song into like an acoustic version of it. Yeah. Because then you just hear the song in a whole new different light and it's just you know They they did that with uh, All Within My Hands, I think. They played acoustic okay. and, uh, with the symphony. So uh, again, nice. more curveballs. Very nice. Yeah. But, I, I, I've given him a shout out as many times as I can, just because he's my new hero now. Is the uh, the director or the, the conductor of the San Francisco Symphony? So apparently, going into it, he just he was a rock fan growing up, but I guess he just immersed himself in metal for all the months leading up to it. He listened to all the Metallica albums, he listened to all the Slayer albums, he listened cool. to everything because he just he wanted to understand the world completely, and like he was having the time of his life. It was so funny that. If you imagine a, a conductor like being a human like mosh pit, it's what he was. <laughs> like he was jumping and pumping his fists. That's rad. <laughs> so I yeah, that's cool. Nice. metal fan. Cool. Exactly. Does the conductor have to master all of the instruments that he's conducting? I mean, something like that. I feel like I don't know if they I have to master the instruments, but, but they at definitely. Least at least know how to play the bulk of them. I've always admired conductors. For is that comfort. really what they... I feel like they have to They thing? have to at least master one or two instruments. I know that. And then know how to play like the bulk of them. Crazy. Yeah. That's I really think, impressive. I, I had talent. no idea. Could be wrong. That is talent. I could be wrong on occasion. <laughs> this seems daunting. It's like... Yeah. Because <laughs> like to master something takes forever. But yeah. I mean, that's I know really that amazing. Before Prince passed away, he had mastered... I remember reading back in the 90s that he had mastered 12 instruments. Wow. And so if you think about between the 90s and, and when he passed away... You know how many instruments he probably added to that list. I mean, to master twelve instruments is mm-hmm. pretty, pretty awesome. phenomenal. Pretty cool. We also got no sleep. He pretty much just like played. And played. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, time for a new one. <laughs> and then you guys have gone to some concerts as well recently. What have you? Seen? Uh, we just went to Judas Priest not too long ago. Uh, the priest oh, was man. amazing. And where was that at? Uh, that was at the Warfield oh, in San nice. Francisco. Yes. That was fantastic. That's one of my Amazing. favorite venues. Oh, I love that. the Warfield. Yeah, I saw. Z- I never knew about the Warfield when I first moved to San Francisco, and I saw ZZ Top there. Oof. Mm, blue. My top? Blue my top. <laughs> <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just went to see Judas Priest, and they rocked really hard nice um it was a lot of fun and we went with my boyfriend and with dave the dave winemaker mm-hmm. yep dave actually dave has, is a former guest on the show yeah dave. that's what i heard. yeah dave. we know dave so dave tagged along and we were into it and uh yeah it was a great show tomorrow and that was just... iron maiden same crew yeah, yes. Yes. and that's in oakland oakland mm-hmm. yep at right the Oracle. on Oh, I so, can't wait. It's going to be good. <laughs> Where are your seats? That's Ashley. a good question. <laughs> we got, because it was $79 to start. You okay. know, those are the starter seats. So we're probably in the nosebleeds somewhere. Whatever. Yeah, you can work your way up, man. Iron Maiden, so but, it's going to be great. Yeah. You know, but, and you can I've also poured, work your way up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I always I've look poured for the so much money into shows. I don't have enough money for front row right now. No. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. just Just to be there, it's good. For sure. Yeah. Now, when you're seeing shows, do you prefer the big, crazy stadium setting or the little intimate, everyone's crammed together? Depends on who's pl- I mean, you just go yeah. where the artist is. True, you true. Know? I mean, I just saw Aerosmith in Vegas for their Deuces Wild. Um, 
residency. How's that? Amazing. So, <laughs> well, I shouldn't probably tell too much just because they're still doing no, you where you guys should spill go. the beans. We want to hear it. But they definitely, <laughs> they pulled out my, like, one of my personal, like, top two favorite Aerosmith songs, and it just, like, melted my heart. Like, I just... It's not a big song. It's off of Permanent Vacation. They played Hangman Jury. And if you've never heard that song, all of you out there listening to this podcast, (laughs) maybe turn it off and turn on Hangman Jury and then come back to us right now. Just pause it. If you have never heard that song, you need to. Um, You will not be sorry. Uh, But then they also did a lot with Toys in the Attic. The toys like fell from the ceiling. How cool. I mean, there was, I mean, they were just phenomenal. And I saw Aerosmith in 97, and he was in his 50s, and he was doing backflips on stage. Crazy. I mean, and his voice never falters. I mean, he hits every note. You know, I've seen everyone, you know, as uh, from as early as I could to now. And I think Steven Tyler's voice is held up better than almost any other older music- musician's uh, or singer's voice. That I know of. I okay. saw him fall off the stage at Sturgis <laughs> Rally. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not so good at show. Sometimes you gotta fall off the stage to know what a good show looks like. But are you even a rock star if you've never fallen off yeah, the stage? True, you true. know. Yeah. <laughs> never forget that one. So. That's totally. hilarious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The residency thing is pretty amazing now. I think what probably. 10, 15 years ago, like if you did a residency, it was sort of like the end of your career. For it was sure. like the last thing you did. But there's so yeah. many people doing it, like top people doing it now. Yeah. I mean, there's uh, Lady Gaga, I think Blink-182 did one. Gwen Stefani did one. Like, Celine. Yeah. Cel- Celine's Brittany. got one. Yeah, Brittany. Although, Gwen Stefani yeah. was my first crush when I was a kid. Uh-huh. <laughs> Tragic Kingdom album. Tragic Kingdom album. Hollaback Girl. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, David Lee Roth is about to have a residency. Is he? Uh, I, I, I think they just announced it today, or at least I just noticed it today. But I follow him because he is a quirky bastard, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and I love it. So uh, they just announced that he's going to be at the House of Blues. I think. Ooh. I think. Yeah, it said House of Blues. He might be at two different venues, um, but he's playing in January and in March. So I'm, I'm very curious about that. Wow. Absolutely. That'll be a really good show. Yeah, he has a new pod, not podcast, but he's got the Roth show going on, and mm-hmm. that's pretty entertaining. I'll have to check that out. It's the it's Roth show. The Roth show. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Did you? It, I don't know if you plugged. What uh, what wine we're tasting? Oh my yeah. gosh, I didn't. So we are drinking the McRusty Winery and Vineyards Saint Giacomo Vineyard Chardonnay from Carneros, twenty sixteen. Mm, very tasty like <laughs> <laughs> now are you guys I guess there's only 18 barrels produced so it's pretty limited production wine hmm. um, delicious and it's a screw cap which is my favorite Yay! <laughs> I'm like if I don't need a wine key I'm down Heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you guys big white wine drinkers I love wine all wine. Yeah. I'm a cab guy. Rose. After working at Lancaster. Well, that's true, man. I got yeah. spoiled working there. Their cabs are phenomenal. <laughs> if it's delicious, I'll drink it. You know? I agree. I mean, I don't, I don't discriminate. Yeah. What you is know? your go-to varietal, though, if you had to choose? Oh, gosh. At dinner. Mm. What's the price point? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> that's oh, the, that's true. Because yeah. I do love Chardonnay, but I almost can, it's very hard for me to find Chardonnay's under fifty dollars that I enjoy, so there's definitely yeah. like a price point issue with mm-hmm. that varietal for me. Uh, Go to what's it? Uh, I'm a big Sauvignon guy. 
Um, like in general, yeah. or like that's what if you're like out to dinner, you're just gonna order. Oh something no! On? If I'm out to dinner, I'm gonna get a cab soft. Okay. I like, <laughs> that, that's my go-to. I don't know. Yeah. That's my favorite. It's got a little kick to it. Yeah, I like a good Pinot. That's what Pinots I typically. Pinots are good. Or yeah. a Merlot or a Malbec. Malbecs are awesome. Malbecs are mm-hmm. delicious. Yeah, if you get a good one, man. How about you, Mike? <laughs> I defer to the table and hope someone someone knows more than I do. <laughs> I don't know that much. I go through phases where I don't always have a go-to. I used to love Pinots a lot, yes. and I worked at a at a high-end Pinot house, and my palate just kind of got oversaturated. It's really hard for me to drink Pinots now, but I guess Grenaches. Um, I like a lot of medium-bodied reds because you can eat with them. You cannot eat with them. Yeah. You can just enjoy them. So, you know, Edna Valley's Infidels, mm-hmm. Grenaches of all sorts, big, little. <laughs> See, I'm a Midwest boy. We drink whiskey. Dude, well, <laughs> whiskey is delicious. Whiskey's my go-to. <laughs> now, how did you? Wine. Yeah. <laughs> made wine and drink whiskey. Yes, sir. I feel like oh. I've heard that story before. Right. <laughs> And how did you guys get involved in the wine world? Um, I was actually going to school for engineering and didn't want to work construction anymore. So I applied at Lancaster, not thinking they're going to give me the time of day. So I met Dave, mm-hmm. um, and I guess I was the only one he called. Had an in-person interview, and he hired me right away based on my personality, not my wine <laughs> ability. So, nice. Um, Way to go, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> Dave's great. So, and I got to work with a good friend, Alicia, too. Um, So the great winemakers, a lot of good fun. Um, I can't smell or taste, so I couldn't really go into the wine industry. It kind of pissed Alicia off. But Dave thought it was funny. Oh, yeah. I thought it was funny. I mean, so. especially, I mean, the story. <laughs> Alicia's still mad at you about that. Probably, probably. Sure. Okay. You have to tell the story as um, to why that happened now. Well, so well, I, I lost my sense of smell when I was 23, but I think you're talking about the story uh, yeah. when I broke my nose. Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, we had that picture up for yeah. a long time. Well, to make a long story short, um, I broke my nose. False, uh, I uh, passed out while I was walking. I drank a lot of whiskey the night before. And I can't really say where it happened, but I just started my internship, and... Uh, the doctor asked me for if I needed a note to send to my boss, and I said no. So I'm in the, in the emergency room, and I take a selfie with my nose packed, <laughs> rug burn all over it, and I sent it to Dave and Alicia. And Alicia said, you're going to pay for this. So I get back to work on Monday, and... You don't mess with the Scorpio ladies, and Alicia is full-bred Scorpio, big time. So I get back into the break room, and it's in the break room all harvest long. So everybody yeah. can see it. But I didn't need a doctor's notice. I'm just going to be honest. So I thought they were going to fire me, but they thought it was funny. They were a good crew there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And after I found out that I can't really work in the wine industry, I told them, I was like, okay, well, I just want to make as many friends as I can. Yeah. And I've made several. Yeah. So. And you just kind of focused a lot on music now and yep. like doing your stuff with the House of Rock, mm-hmm. which is cool, and then just drinking wine. Because you can taste it, right? Or can um, you not taste? I, I can't taste it as well as, you know, as well probably as you, used as you to. guys, yeah. Okay. But uh, I still, it still gives me the same effect. <laughs> <laughs> Does that affect food too for you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can taste spicy, sweet, salty, and sour. That's about it. Interesting. So. Okay. I tried the health food thing, the tofu was not my thing. The yeah. texture. Yeah, it's all about texture now. Yeah. And, and how it looks when it comes to me. So all right. It's all about appearance and texture. Interesting. interesting. But nothing really tastes bad now. So what about like a Beyond good. Burger? Have you had one of those? It's nope. like not real meat. 
I'm I'm a meat eater. I'm a Midwest boy. I'd be interested though to like see. I've heard (laughs) from (laughs) meat eaters. You, I wouldn't be able to tell. Probably, I probably wouldn't be able to. Right. So I don't know. I've heard it's. I've heard from meat eaters. They're like, actually, it's pretty good. I've never tried one. I don't like to eat meat, so I don't really want to try one. But Um, it'd be interesting to see what you think. I probably wouldn't be able to tell. (laughs) (laughs) But that's okay. I'll eat it anyway. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Can you? if you do like a pairing or something and it, it brings out different flavors, do you get a portion of the flavors or it, it, you don't um, actually you just don't I, notice it? When I started working in the wine industry, I was always told to like try to smell the wine as much as possible. And Alicia was convinced that I could bring it back by training my nose again. Mm-hmm. So I'd be outside sniffing the lavender bushes, smelling all the wine I can. And it has helped, but it's, it's very vague and mm. very brief. So. Hmm. But yeah, with pairing and stuff, it's just I'm there for the, there for the fun. <laughs> <laughs> Next, that, that's actually how they caught me. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> are we uh, are we rating this wine? Is oh, that... we can rate this wine. <laughs> I don't know how Dustin's gonna. Yeah, <laughs> um, I like it. I mean. <laughs> I mean, hey, it's having a good effect. I'm enjoying these descriptors. Murky as a polluted lake. <laughs> Yeah, the descriptors are pretty... Oh, I think... Not that that's how I would describe this wine, but I'm just enjoying that particular <laughs> descriptor. All right, so the label. You know, your the basic, label. lovely label of... It looks like the vineyard and their name. I like it. Simple. Yeah. Elegant. Simple but effective. I give it yes. simple but effective. How about that? <laughs> Sounds good. Okay. Uh, the color... Of the wine, of this Chardonnay. <laughs> Let's see. Hmm. The color. The color is buff. <laughs> <laughs> see, it looks like wine to me. I can see. Looks like say, wine. I'd say faded, faded and jaded. All right. Faded and jaded. I'm gonna say. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's like pretty clear. So I'm gonna say brilliantly hued. Oh, that's nice. Clarity, mm-hmm. I can shine a light through it. You can see through it, yeah. That's sure. right. As far as labels go, have you had many labels with the first ranking, the unfathomably ugly labels? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, we've just started these. doing this, but I think okay. I've seen some pretty ugly labels oh, right. before. Okay, sorry oh, yeah. to backtrack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to ask. Uh-huh. I was actually wondering that with a murky wine. Murky? I, I don't know if I want to know what the murky yeah. wine looks like. Wait, where do we see unfiltered, you know? Oh, uh, right. Okay. Unfiltered, yeah. yes. Yeah. Just Bottom like of the barrel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The shiners. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so the nose. I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Not applicable. Dustin, you're up first. Yep. <laughs> what about you, Ashley? I'm getting a schnoz full here. <laughs> I'm gonna go simple but inoffensive. I like it. Yeah. I agree. I don't want too much nose on my Chardonnay. I no. want more on the mouthfeel. Now, do you tend to go for the more like oaky, buttery shards or a little bit of like the steel? 
I like it to be, I like my cougar juice personally. You do? Okay. I'm a cougar in training. Kind of more of a puma at this point. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't wear enough lipstick to stick to the glass to really have the overly, the really totally. overly um, But I'm working on it, you know. Well, you I'm were wearing some lipstick. leopard print this weekend, I weren't was, you? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that was at the Steel Panther show? Steel Panther. Nice. Oh my gosh, that was amazing, I have to say. And that was where I had That was a good time. So that was at the Ace of Spades in Sacramento. Definitely recommend that venue. Um I had heard a lot of different things. My my boyfriend was trying to scare me before the show. He goes, you know, they, they'll call you out and they'll drag you up on stage. Oh, and yeah. I'm like, he's exaggerating, you know. <laughs> and, uh, and they really do. They'll pull all kinds of girls. And honestly... I gotta tell you guys, I've never seen so many boobs. What? Show. Like boobs, my, like boobs. real boobs, like, like, like hey now, like ladies flashing boobs really? all over the place. Okay. Yeah, it was. Uh, there were some nice boobs. I yeah. Have to say, and they were great, and they were so entertaining, and it was like everything that you want from like a glam metal show, like mm-hmm. everything. And they let you cruise up during one of the songs. I went up there, and you know. Got That's a big amazing. hug from Michael Starr, and I appreciated that. It was very <laughs> nice. That was a nice hug. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that was your first time seeing them. And that was my first time seeing them, but it will not be the last. So I'm like <laughs> trying to figure out, like, how can I get down to Hollywood oh, on yeah. September 26th? So if you guys want to see them, they're going to be playing on September 26th at the Whiskey A Go Go. Oh, that'd be so amazing. So all y'all oh, near so Holly Weird, <laughs> get down, get down there. Go do they do? Panther. Do they do regular shows in Hollywood? I can't remember if that's mean? like a regular series. They are like once a month or something like that, oh. or just they just play this their. This one is to kick off their new album, uh. Uh, which I think is like uh, I forget what it's called. I need to I need to look it up again because they haven't released the album, so I, okay. I don't know it quite yet. Um, but yeah, it's going to be their album release to kind of kick off. The, I think this was I saw the tail end of a different tour, and then when they start playing again, it's going to be the kind of the kickoff of this new album's tour so and the new album they're not going to come up here for that no i wish they were yeah that's the only bummer i'm going to say about living here is that a lot of tours skip us yeah it's a tough spot they go to sac or they go to bakersfield or like you know they just don't come here there's a few shows even in like reno that i've been wanting to see i think Mm -hmm. uh i think ghost is playing this saturday too somewhere in reno if you Mm -hmm. guys know that that group yeah ghost uh, is great yeah they're they are they are very quirky and i appreciate that <laughs> you know i like the quirks yeah well and it seems like i want to say like rock is sort of making a little bit of a comeback it'll never die it will it will never die it'll never well die. it definitely did on the charts this it week sure did. Oh, very exciting bye bye taylor uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> maybe you can taylor know, tell but yeah <laughs> yeah it was nice so essentially tools new album of course Everybody's the long-awaited album uh, knocked off Taylor long Swift. Long-awaited album. Long-awaited. How many years was it? Like twelve? Yeah, thirteen. Thirteen. Thirteen years. Lucky number thirteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, was released, and yeah, they knocked Taylor off of the number one spot. And all, but it's yeah. funny though because, and I think it's a good thing because I think a lot of these obviously these Swifty fans are like, oh, who's this band? They're new. And then also, um, Ozzy Osbourne was just on Post Malone's song, oh. and so a lot of these people are like. Post Malone, good job, man, on like um, featuring this new artist. And it's like, bro, like, but, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? But at the same time, it's kind of cool because it's then exposing these kids to 
some awesome classic rock and maybe that'll open the door for them. They're like, oh, I never knew this existed. Definitely. I have to say that's that's pretty much the way my boyfriend has been exposed to most of the music that he listens to now is he's like, oh, I never knew about that band, but I heard another band doing a cover and that's how I discovered them. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's how a lot of young people are discovering, um, like I said, Puma. In training. That's how a lot of young people are discovering a lot of very, very good older music is, you know, either having someone featured on there like Ozzy. Yeah. Um, and, and I love it. And who was it? It was like Kanye and Rihanna that had like Paul McCartney and these kids wow. didn't know who Paul McCartney was. Oh wow. my gosh. I'm like, how do you not know? But I that mean, I get my it, right? Black heart I mean, he's <laughs> amazing live. I have to say yeah. he's incredible. See, the House of Rock, we're, we're still holding on. We've had Faster Pussycat, L.A. Guns. Oh, nice. So we're still holding on this for dear life yeah. to rock and roll. So. Yeah, absolutely. We're, we're going to keep going. Who do so. you guys have coming up besides? Um, we have um, Van Halen Band coming, uh, Atomic Punks, along with The Watchers. Um, the Watchers are, they got three different bands. They got a ZZ Top tribute. I think mm. they got a uh, Black Crows tribute. But, mm. um, oh. Yes, and we're going to be working with them. I think they're called Wiser or something or other. That's fine because you won't hear Chris Robinson doing any Black Crows anytime soon. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? He just does his own. He has uh, like the Brotherhood, okay. so he just That's does right. that. That's right. So yeah, we got them, and then we got the Watchers, their original band, and they're from I think Redwood City, but these guys are—they got the beards and everything. So Love it. They rock. They're they're awesome. Awesome guys. Oh, I'm ready. So okay. <laughs> I'm ready now. Yes. Saturday night. And uh, yeah, and as we're speaking right now, ZZ Top is playing in San Francisco. And uh, we're sad to miss them, but we're happy to be here for you, mm-hmm. listeners. Oh, we're so happy that you are yeah. here. I know, that makes me sad. I love ZZ Top. ZZ Top's all American. Yeah, rock one of my I favorite live them. bands, I have to say. I missed the Skinner's ZZ Top a couple weeks ago, too, actually. Oh. It's okay. uh, Leonard Skinner's final tour. And. Those guys got me, so. But. I was sad that Willie had to cancel his tour. Willie Did Nelson? He? Yeah, because of breathing issues. He was supposed to play at Grayton. Oh. And then he. <laughs> I, I seen him at um, the Luther Burbank. I saw him there, oh. too. Actually, Dave got me the ticket. Oh, the yes, re- recently, right? David Drake. David Drake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he called me on a Tuesday. What are you doing? I was like, nothing. He goes, you want to go see Willie? I was like, absolutely. That was like a coveted ticket, too. Yeah. Oh, like. Yeah. Yeah, my friend was on the wait list and could not get oh, in. Wow. Oh, yeah, we, we got pretty good seats. Thank you, Dave. <laughs> I saw Willie about eight years ago, and it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. And he played with both of his sons. So it was yes. before oh, yeah. Lucas kind of ventured out on his mm-hmm. own. Um, and it was just brilliant. Um, I'm trying to remember the name of the venue right now. It was kind of inland. It was like a kind of a biker spot inland from San Luis Obispo. Mm-hmm. Um It'll upload in a minute, the name of <laughs> <laughs> Are we, uh, is it pairing time? Pairing time? Oh. <laughs> um, sure. You guys are okay. getting complicated here for the guy that can't smell or taste. <laughs> I... So it's, it's a music question. Oh, yes. Oh, oh, okay. So, okay. Not on a, a wine pairing. On a good night when you're at home, what is your ideal pairing of music, wine, and food? Oh, man, you should have prepped me for this. Yeah, well, I know, right? But just off the top of your head, first thing. Oh, gosh. Well, uh, I've been on a big Ronnie James Dio kick. Nice. Yeah, you um, have. It's been a while. I'm it's obsessed. been a long time, yes. too. I don't know. <laughs> Ronnie James Dio, I mean, he's phenomenal, or was phenomenal, but his music will never die. And I'm just, right. I don't know, I'll listen to the same songs over and over and over. Heaven and Hell, 
I mean, Temple of the King. Um, Wine-wise, I'm always the cab. Mm-hmm. Um, so my girlfriend drinks all the wine, so I just drink whatever she wants. <laughs> you know, and whatever she cooks. And yeah. then we have Ronnie James Dio. That's a good right there. Perfect. That's a good boyfriend right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I probably do... I don't know. I'm thinking maybe a nice spicy, either like medium bodied Zinfandel or Grenache with mm. some with some pork tacos. Ooh, and yeah. I don't know if it's got to be, I don't know, wine. Lately, I've just been so into Motley Crue and Van Halen. Yeah. You can see I've got the Van Halen necklace on right now. <laughs> so, you know, but it's got to be David Lee Roth Van Halen or it's not Van Halen at all. <laughs> so, just saying. Uh, so, maybe, you know, maybe some David Lee Roth. Some can never go wrong with that, though. And some freaking Alpa store. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. I think I'm feeling that right now. What about now. you guys? Yeah. Well, I mean, my go-to one that I've always said is... Um, uh, I'm really basic, so chicken fingers and fries. But like hey. you know, like the nice hey. kind, man. Yeah. Okay, that's, like really good. good. Chicken that's fingers good. and fries, and a pino. Pino. And um, music. So ah, uh, you know, it really just depends, honestly. Like sometimes I would play like the Stand by Me. Oh no no. Um, I'm sorry, Benny King radio. Mm. Oh yeah. Um, but then sometimes I'll just throw on. I don't know, like Bring Me the Horizon and rock out. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. a little bit of Slipknot. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I try not to get. See, when I play like my rock music, though, it's. I was like thinking about this today. I'm like, I just want to go home and like blast my music, but like everybody can hear it, and they'd be like, "What the heck is going on in her apartment right now?" <laughs> yeah, we gotta share but, with your neighbors. But, yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> you know? That's true. If I gotta hear your football, you gotta hear my music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. How about you, Mike? Uh yeah, the standby is for me. I've, I've got the uh, I've got mac and cheese, a Moscow Mule, and Lincoln Park, which is the yeah. weirdest three things I could yeah, is, come up is. with. But <laughs> it's, I'm gonna we just all say all, all three are comfort foods. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's true. That's true. Totally. But sometimes I love to go home and like put on an actual concert. Like I'll look I'll look up on YouTube a show of whatever band that I'm feeling at the moment, and I'll yeah. put that on either on my laptop so I can watch it while I'm cooking or on my TV oh. and just rock out to that, like pretend like I'm actually the Stones at the show. all the time. I look oh, really? up a lot of live stuff of the Stones. Zeppelin's I've seen got them. good stuff, too. Yeah, the Stones are another one that I've seen recently yeah. uh, in, at, at the Levi Stadium, and they were they're just always amazing. Mm-hmm. Just to see the Stones, spend the money, just do it. They're just incredible. I just saw them for my sixth time. Sixth time. Sixth time. Dang. That's how good they are. And if and if they were coming back tomorrow, it would be number seven. So Okay. And I would be there with you. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, <laughs> next time. But I literally have like a fund that I set aside just for Stones concerts because they're not cheap, but they are worth it. Mm-hmm. So Sounds like it, yeah. yeah. And absolutely. honestly, I feel like with music and concerts, just do it. Right? Yeah. Like because mm-hmm. you're gonna regret it. Oh yeah. Oh, Has yeah. there ever been a show? That has come through that you did not go to, that you absolutely to this oh day still regret. Oh my gosh, yes. Chris Cornell. Oh, oh I was about to say. Wait, at, yeah. at, the, at the Regency? Burbank. No, Luther Burbank, he came. Chris mm-hmm. Cornell? That's so yeah. weird because I, I was going to say the same thing. What? I, I had said, tickets. I'll see him next year. And then... Nope. 
Oh, yeah, dude, I'm, a, I'm a child of the grunge, so yeah, for real. Mm-hmm. I had tickets mm-hmm. to see Soundgarden on my favorite tour. It was I loved Down on the Upside. It got me through some really hard adolescent nonsense. Yes, I would love some more wine. <laughs> and uh, you know, whatever I was going through at the time, just Soundgarden was hitting the spot. And I had tickets, and one of my so-called teenage <clears throat> friends must have stolen them because even when I moved out of that house, uh, I never found the tickets. Somebody oh, uh, saw them. Somebody, saw, one of my friends saw them on the cork board and probably just went, I'll take that. <laughs> oh, so see, I that never is unacceptable. Got, yeah, it, and another time I was, because I was kind of a sickly teen for a little while, like I was, again, had a fever and I was gonna <laughs> go anyways. And I looked everywhere. The tickets had been on the cork board I moved out. I've gone through everything I've ever owned since I, you know, since I was a child. They were never found, so that was a bummer. Yeah, that is a bummer. I'm it's sorry. It's funny that we both say Chris well, Cornell and see, related and things. And see, now every time a show comes that I kind of want to see, I remember Chris Cornell. Be like, yeah. you know what? I That's, did it once. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I missed the Smashing Pumpkins. They were actually my first show when I was in seventh grade. Oh. Melancholy, Infinite to Sadness tour. I was obsessed with rock and roll ever since. Wow. Um, okay. That was a great album. Oh, yeah, it was, for sure. It was the greatest album. I loved it. And I missed them this time. It was like actually my 25th anniversary going to concerts. Oh, gosh. What? Yeah. I was in seventh grade. Oh. I remember everything. It was a great show. My first one and was the Beach Boys. Beach Boys. Nice. Ooh, that's a good. They just played yeah. at Rodney Strong Vineyards. Did they? Oh, so you could have your rock and your vino. Oh, yeah. I actually oh, got yeah. to do a show for that's the Beach great. Boys at my first music venue in Deadwood, South Dakota. So I've got to work with the Beach Boys. Before. How cool! Did you meet them and everything? Oh yeah, oh yeah, I got to meet them. Um, I, I was I did Spotlight for them. Nice. Got I got to meet them too, but I was eight, so I don't <laughs> remember. <laughs> right. But my mom's boyfriend was in their opening band, so we were backstage. Oh, How cool! Yeah. yeah. Very nice. Yeah, Beach Boys. What was your first concert, Mike? Garth Brooks. Whoa. Yes. Oh, that's a good Great one. Show. Arco oh, Arena. Oh, that's wow. a really good one. Garth it, is, I would love to see It was a live. total, like, I mean, even though obviously he's a country artist, it was such a, a rock show vibe to it. I like, yeah, I was so, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah it sure. was, Amazing. I was like, concerts are my favorite thing and I will go to them forever after I that know. show. When was it? What's, when was it? When, oh, yeah. probably 96, 97. Yeah. Right at the height. Yeah, right Right in the. I don't think his height ever ended, though. That's yeah. the truth. Yeah. <laughs> well, it kind of plummeted That's when he did right the whole Chris Gaines thing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know, <laughs> wasn't that right around then, or was just before? Just before, then? yeah, yeah probably a couple before. years before that. Because I remember being like, going into Tower Records and being like, "Who's that really cute guy?" And they're like, "Oh, that's." That's Garth Brooks dressed right? up. And I'm like, that is. It was deceiving. like it was like emo, it was like emo <laughs> Garth Brooks, uh, right? Because he had like the that. hair. Yeah. Did you I, never see that? I, I don't oh, think I would. I'm pretty sure I have that album. I gotta track it <laughs> down. You know Are you serious? I am pretty sure I have it. I had it. It, it lives somewhere. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I wish I could have brought in for you guys just my ticket stubs from 1997. I have like, I think I went to 30 shows that year, which is just like wild. And certain acts I saw like over and over again. I think I saw the Stones like three times. I saw Aerosmith twice Um, between 96 and 97 because we were talking about venues and where I like to see bands. I think at that event, I saw me one second to recall again the uploading. uploading i saw tool in 96 <laughs> i saw raging 96 i saw 
Um, at the end, I saw Stone Temple Pilots. Ooh, nice. Um, yeah. Beck during like the middle of his Beck's heyday. Beck's the one I gotta see. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you've never so, seen him? He's really good. Oh, yeah, I so keep good him. live. I keep he's really him. great live. So good live. He was amazing because he's like up there rapping. He's this <laughs> little skinny white guy yeah. with, rapping. He's got soul. He's got soul for sure. In a rhinestone mariachi outfit. <laughs> Into it. And they're yes. shining Back. it on yeah. him, and it's shining back so hard, it looks like a disco ball. I mean, it's incredible. I also saw Rage again opened up for you, too. Um, and that wow. was an incredible show. That'd be great. Show. That, that that's was quite a really a, big uh, venue. Bipolar show, right? Yeah. <laughs> they're both political. True. They're both I mean, they are. Yeah. I guess that is true, but. But the vibe is yeah. just yeah. much well, the different. The crowd vibe. must have been I, weird there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I actually got promoted after the Stone Temple Pilot show. Oh. Uh, I was just a spotlight guy and a stagehand, and I got in a little tussle with a tour manager. <laughs> oh. And my boss, I, I worked at the Deadwood Mountain Grand in um, uh, Deadwood, South Dakota. I actually built it for the country group Big and Rich. So they mm. were my first bosses. Oh, really? Yeah, that's right. And my second show was the Stone Temple Pilots. And lack of sleep, because I was still working construction. Mm-hmm. And the tour manager was an asshole. And... Well, you can. You can, okay, you can okay, say okay. it on... That's a good it, it's a podcast. And, it's okay. um, <laughs> so by the end of the night, I was, I was losing my patience with him. And I'm loading out all of his equipment with a forklift. And he is just being the a biggest jerk ever. And so I handed the forklift keys to him. I said, do it yourself. Turn around, see my boss. Oh, I'm fired. No. After the show, I got promoted. So <laughs> I was the new light director at the Dead of the Mountain Grand. Nice. And so I got to do like Joan Jett. I did Charlie Daniels. Oh, we did a lot of country. I've done stand-up great. comics. So I'd love to see both of them. Yeah. And she just played too with Heart and Concord. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I missed yeah. that show. Oh, but Joan Jett was uh, Joan Jett was fun. I would love to see her too. I had a total Joan Jett haircut for a while. Yeah. And She's that a rocker. Was interesting, yeah. And we got to do love Pat it. Benatar. And oh. some of my crew said, Oh, you like you and Joan Jett are the same? No. No. Mm-hmm. Joan Jett what? was so mad. Do <laughs> <laughs> not compare me to Pat Benatar. Oh. But, I mean, they're females. Yeah, they're the same, but Joan Jett's her similar. little rocker. For sure. Uh, everybody thought I was Pat Benatar and Neil Gerardo's son. Are you serious? Because yeah. uh, Neil Gerardo, during the show, um, I went up there and I seen him. He's like, I need a hat. The hair's in my eyes. So I had a hat on, so I kind of stepped back. And he saw me, did a solo on his wedge, took my hat off my head, handed me a guitar pick. After the show, everybody's just, like, surrounding me. Like, Pat Benatar's your mom? You look so much like her. <laughs> and I was like, no, she's not my mom. So. I lost a hat, but I gained a guitar pick. There you go. And yeah. a fun story to tell. Great yeah. story. That's great. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. How specific, when you have bands come in, I mean, are, do they have specific requests on lighting? Or is it, is it like the equivalent of a writer where they're like, we need these thousand different things? Uh, some of them do. Um, a lot of like the big touring bands, they bring their own light guys, so I usually yeah. get the night off. But yeah. then I just get paid to go watch the show. But, like, you know, a lot of the bands I do, I don't get to work with much, so it's a lot of improv for me. It's very artsy for me, and um, I get to just do whatever I want. Um, some of them have certain light cues, mainly for, like, intros or guitar solos or stuff like that. So, But other than that, they just let me do my thing. So. And did you just kind of learn off the cuff, or did you go to school for that? Uh, I just learned, uh, like I said, after the Stone Temple Pilot show, I had a, a show for the Sturgis Rally, mm-hmm. and he handed me the oh. book. He got a show in two days, learn the board. Dang. So I learned the board in two days. I was super stressed out, but it was, I had a week long um, show. It was actually one of Big and Rich's uh, other bands. 
that they were helping bring up. So it was quite a quite an experience. And then at this House of Rock, it's the same thing. Thought my music career was over. Uh, my buddy Evan Alexander, um, which he um, really put it out there for me to get a light job there, and he's taught me everything. I've got to do shows for like production companies like Apple. Um, we've done I've done wineries. Um, so and he's been pretty huge in bringing my music career back. Never expected it, and now I'm back in it. Good. So, yeah. You deserve it. to be there. I you should it. be there. Uh, it's it's my dream. Good. So uh, don't don't it. ever not yeah. do your oh, follow no. your dreams. I will never. Not <laughs> Hopefully someday I can quit my adult job and just do this full time. Yeah. Right. So. <laughs> I can't remember. I was at a small venue. It was like bottom of the hill or something like that. And I always thought all the lighting stuff was automated mm-hmm. until I stood next to the lighting guy and you like he's going at it the whole time. Yeah. Like, jeez, yeah. I can't even imagine like keeping track of all that. We yeah. had a wedding that was very elaborate and they had their lighting guy. And this guy was rad. He was from um, Detroit. And he was like, you can do the lights. I'm like, okay, can I? <laughs> and so I did, but I was like, this is way more complicated than I thought it would be, but it was a ton of fun. Mm-hmm. But I'm oh, like I've great. always wanted to like learn how to do the lights at a show cuz I just I just love it. You, know, you kind of set the tone, mm-hmm. um, but yes, it's hard. It ain't easy, guys. Well, I mean, sometimes you can pre-record them. Like if you're working with the same band, you can pre-record your keys and then just hit play, and it goes through the list. But that's not mm-hmm. fun. Yeah, I, I, I like to like you know like you know we do a lot of tribute bands at the House of Rock, and that's the stuff that I grew up with, and so it's easy to do lights to. Yeah. So I've got you know to do like songs, a Pink Floyd so. band. I've got to do like oh, Led wow. Zeppelin bands, mm-hmm. and Mama yeah. Crew bands, and. So it makes it easier, and it's just a lot of fun. And all the musicians are fun. I bet you had fun. fun doing the Pink Floyd. Oh, the Pink Floyd band. Yeah, uh, that'd be legit. That, oh, yeah, that's my all-time favorite band. Um, I'm Is it? Oh, all-time yeah. favorite band. Okay. And that was like a dream come true. They're based out of Flagstaff, and they always want me to come down there and hang out. So we're trying to get them back, but it, it was it was so much fun. I got to work with their lasers, and I had my smoke machines going. And did you ever see um, what when David Gilmore, Gilmore came and did the wall? I saw Roger Waters. I missed the wall. Okay. Um, I saw, and it was the Animals album, my mm. all-time favorite Pink Floyd album. I would love to see David Gilmore. Uh, I, I, that's, I still want to see David. Yeah. Um, but I got a whole bunch of videos at the Roger Waters show, and every every video, you got me in the background. You got to be kidding me. <laughs> I mean, I cried a little at that show. Oh, that's Aww. good. That's good. Uh, yeah. So, And I was with all my buddies from the House of Rock, so we had a good time. That's legit. It's good to cry at a show. It oh, really is. When it I is saw good. It was like going Plant, to church. When I saw Page and Plant play, I wept to the first three songs. Oh, so yeah. Those been, guys are legends. Oh, my gosh. And they played everything you could possibly want to hear. Every, every, like, no quarter. They pulled out every stop for the show. And I wept hard to the first three songs. And, and my I'm there with my dad because he's also a music lover. And my dad goes, are you okay? What's wrong? And I'm just like, I'm just so happy. Speaking of uh, Robert Plant, um, I get to see Great Avon Fleet next month too. And I still have yet to see those guys live. Oh, those guys, I'm so excited. I'm so excited Where are they playing to see at? them. Um, I believe Oakland somewhere. Mm. My okay. girlfriend got me the tickets for my birthday, so... I wonder if they're playing at the Uptown. I think they're playing the Fox. The Fox. The, yeah. Fox. the Fox. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm Dude, you're gonna love excited. it. Have you been to the Fox? I've been to the Fox. God, I love that venue. I've been to the Fox and like Great Avon Fleet. We we were trying to get him at the House of Rock right before they did Lollapalooza. Oh yeah. And right after Lollapalooza, they blew up. They're like, For oh sure. maybe next year, and they forgot. Nope. <laughs> nope. Sorry. So. <laughs> but you never know. There's always a chance. Yeah. Oh hey, you know. There's always a chance. Yep. 
They played Aftershock. What was it last year? No, two years ago in 2017. Yes. Oh. And we, that was the year of the fire, so we left early because oh. it was a little stressful. But we did go. I still have, I've still been every single year. I think you have too, right? Yeah. Since the first, yeah. So when's wow. this, this one coming up, right? October. October 11th, 12th, and 13th. It's the first year that they're doing three days. Wow. Normally it's only two days. But I really want to go all three days because there are so many bands on Friday that I want to see. Who do you want to see? Um, I want, I mean, I've seen Slipknot. They're playing Friday so many times, but I would love to see them again. Um, who else? Um, Is Godsmack playing? No. No. That was They're one of my not. favorite metal shows. Mm. Those guys are fun. Godsmack is super fun. Mm-hmm. I saw them years ago at Concord with Rob Zombie. That'd be a good show. That Rob was a super is so good live. Right? Mm-hmm. Amazing. And I actually, so this was back when I was with the radio station, and we had like this, you got to ride on the Godsmack tour bus. That'd and be cool. But it wasn't really their tour bus, of course, <laughs> right? But you got to ride on a tour bus, which was cool with everybody. And then you got to go like backstage and eat the catering. And so I went to grab a roll at the same time as Sherry Moon Zombie went to grab a roll. And I'm like, oh, you can have it. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) Sherry Moon Zombie got my bread roll, but I was not mad about it. No way. No, but that was a really good show. I love Rob Zombie. Rob Zombie, I got to see him at Sturgis Rally actually too. Oh, yes. See the Sturgis Rally, you know, being from the Midwest, like, the Sturgis Rally was our time to see, like, For real. rock bands. One um, of my favorite bands was playing there this year. Who's that? Favorite live acts of all time, the Reverend Horton Heat. Oh, oh fun, yeah. yeah. I've seen them play. I've been seeing them play for over 20 years. Really? And it's, yeah. They were at one of my very first shows. It, they were the opener. Let's see. They opened for the Toadies. And the butthole surfers. Butthole surfers. Who, uh-huh, which uh-huh. I feel like the Rev is now more relevant than any of those bands are <laughs> For sure. now. So mm-hmm. it's my mom funny. saw that album, The Butthole Surfers. She's like, "What are you listening?" To? <laughs> <laughs> She's a little worried. <laughs> yes. At some point. So. <laughs> um. So you've been. You guys have been to a lot of shows. Has there been any ridiculously like amazing? Just memorable stories that you want to share from any shows. Um, I have one. Yeah, <laughs> I've got many, but yeah, I think my my favorite one. And thank you for letting me share because it is one of my fondest memories, <laughs> and I get to go back into my memory palace and be there and then share with you all. <laughs> um, so when I was sixteen, I was like dreadfully obsessed with Billy Idol, mm-hmm. and I just so. loved him. I had a poster of him and his butt on my ceiling. And his butt. <laughs> and his butt. And his butt. <laughs> it was not just of him, but it was also his butt. And uh, and I was very happy about this. And I loved, loved, loved Billy Idol. And uh, he, let's see. Oh, I'm good right now. You sure? Yeah. There's only a little bit more. All right. Take it or leave <laughs> it, sister. Anyways, loving Billy Idol. And like I said, I... I I lived next door to a very musical family. We had the two moms were two twin sisters across the street, and they had a really big house. So they kind of shared it, so they had both of their families, um, Janine and Jeanette. And so one of them, one of them had did, done the music for Top Gun, her husband, and then the other one's like first husband was in Toto, the band Toto. Oh, fun! And so um, the the daughter, her name is Heather, and she is in. They're just an amazing family, all of them. Anyways, Heather calls me one night and says, you know, 
my dad is is playing keyboards for Billy Idol tonight, and I don't even know if she knew how obsessed I was. <laughs> but she goes, you know, he's playing tonight. Do you want to come? And I'm like, are you kidding me? Bring me to Billy. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm wearing my mom's like 1980s leather jacket, you know, and I've just got big raccoon circles of eyeliner around my eyes, and I cr- I'm so excited. I like can't even believe. And then I'm just excited to see him, right? And all of a sudden, I see from kind of behind the stage my friend Heather, and she's kind of like beckoning me with her hand. So I come over, and she goes, hey, good to see you. Do you want to meet Billy? And I was like, are you kidding me right now? (laughs) I get to meet Billy Idol? And um, so he's standing backstage, and he's talking to somebody, and I'm obviously like a, a ridiculous nervous fangirl you know and I'm so young and I was so just like now I'd probably be like hey dude what's up nice to meet you (laughs) but I was just like hi (laughs) Billy will you sign this random piece of paper that I just found for me and he's like but but, instead I I kind of said hi and he goes what's your name beautiful and he's like elegant (laughs) accent and I was like uh, Ashley and and he's like and he and I can't even do it I can't even do him justice or he's like Ashley and he, he like whispers it to me and I'm like yes sir I look at your butt every morning that's what I was thinking anyways so then I met him it didn't really amount to much because I was just way too nervous um, but obviously I was a huge fangirl so I'm sitting I'm, I'm up in front, I'm pressed against the stage, it's the middle of White Wedding, and all of a sudden there's a solo where he's not playing, and I'm reaching up, and all these girls have their hands in the air, and you know, just screaming his name, and I'm just pressed up against the stage, and all of a sudden he leans down, he like kneels down, and he looks me in the eyes, and he takes my hand, and he licks my hand. He just, oh, just slobbers beautiful, beautiful Billy Idol lick all over my hand. And I swear, I Never I died. And I I didn't wash it for a good week. It was a good week. And after that, I was like, it was the right hand. And you do much more with your right hand than you do with the other hand. Were you like so, in the shower just but like... I, with the hand out of the shower. Yeah, like, oh my gosh. Yeah, absolutely. It was just like, I I think I, part of me just like died that day and it was just <laughs> so incredible and that was just one of the most amazing like teen moments. Like how many teenagers from, you know, from like the 80s just wish that could even, oh even God. just something like that could happen to them, you know, so I just thought I would share that story because it's one story. of my That's very really favorites. That's a Mm-hmm. I've never had a rock star lick my hand. No, me neither. Uh, <laughs> big old, like, my boy, my high school boyfriend was so angry. He was, he was, he was seething with anger. Well, you can't and, compete with Billy. But well, maybe I, he wanted him to lick his hand. I know. Maybe I hardly noticed. I hardly noticed because I was just like, ah. it's Billy yeah. That's amazing. Thank you for letting me share. Oh my I gosh! Thank that. you for sharing. <laughs> I, I know, I know you have so many close. more too. Yeah, this wine is delicious, by the way. I'm, I'm very much enjoying it. Oh yeah, and the wine's kicking in. <laughs> so do you time. have no like interactions um, with? I've had several, but nothing like that. I mean, you know. no one licks dust. Well, no one, yeah. yeah. I've never been licked by a rock star. <laughs> no. Um, I, what know, about yeah? Well, no, yeah. Well, 
No, just, you know, I got to meet, like, Ray Manzarek, who's one of my childhood. That's um, amazing. And it was completely by accident. I was working for a landscape company, and one of the guys I was working with gave me a wrong tour, or a wrong turn. And it's just that it showed uh, Ray Manzarek from the doors at the Mystic. So I went and bought tickets that night, um, invited my boss that I just started working for. I got wasted, thinking there was... (laughs) Thinking there was going to be a lot of young, like, rockers there. I was the youngest by, like, 40 years. That's amazing, though. I had my Honestly, Jim Morrison American Poet that t-shirt on. That happens to me a lot at shows. Uh, yes. And um, I was trying to sing every song, and everybody was shushing me. So, but I... Really? I had a lot of Jägermeister that night and embarrassed myself in front of my new boss. Why were people shushing you? Well, because it, he was with Roy Rogers, and it was just very... Okay quiet you know but when he sang writers on the storm i just had to oh. i just had you to. know what like honestly <laughs> when you're at a show like you do you just yeah. that's what you're there for yeah. is to like make that connection yeah. with the music when it as it's happening live like you can't yeah. i'm sorry no no shushing well and I no mean, making me stand or dance. sit sit yeah. down yeah. Yeah. exactly oh, I'll, I'll, Thank I'll, you. i have to sit in the balcony i've been um, the only one dancing at shows for sure oh, yeah. like just Absolutely. I don't care. I have no shame. Yeah. I'm, I'm right. sure there's like some YouTube videos out there of some crazy girl dancing at like a Linkin Park show. Like literally. <laughs> I, hope so. I, hope so. I mean, I don't care because you know what? I was having fun and what were you doing? Yeah. Taking a video of me. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. And what about you, Mike? Do you have any? Yeah, you do. You I think what was the best one? I guess the most unexpected one. It was actually one of my first shows. It was... Uh, it was Bush at the Warfield. Bush. They're amazing um, live. Awesome. Really? They're so good mm-hmm. live. Yeah. Have you never seen them live? No, no. Uh, one of the live. few that no, I you got to. I didn't like them in the 90s. I didn't like them until it wasn't cool to like them. <laughs> yeah. For sure. That's how some bands work <laughs> for me. Like, oh, okay. Now <laughs> I can listen. It, you'll appreciate where the story ends up. Uh, <laughs> so it was, they were, um, they were playing with my boys default. So that's why I was actually there. Mike but, loves default. <laughs> uh, but yep. had, um, it was when the, the soundboard was right at the front at the Warfield of the balcony. And I had just seats right next to it. And it was probably two, like two or three songs into Bush. Somebody kneeled down next to me. I'm like, that's weird. Like, what are you, what are you doing? It was in, realized like she had a, like a beanie on and was at sunglasses and was being super like, um, you know, not incognito. trying to be known. Incognito. Yeah. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> Low and uh, my friend looks over. He's like, is that Gwen Stefani? Like, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so we just like, I mean, I was like in high school at the time. So we like slid something. Like, Can you sign this? <laughs> oh, really? And she did do it. So, That's nice. Uh, I, I, I still have like, it's like an envelope I have signed by um, But then at one point, like, she like you could tell like, she was like tearing up at a song. I can't remember which song it was. But I was like, ooh, it's, it's getting heavy over there. Aww. But, uh, that was probably the most like unexpected, weird like show yeah. encounter that I came across. Especially when she's creeping around. Oh. <laughs> exactly. Well, see, that was she's my walking second show. in those show. spider webs. It was, uh, <laughs> it was Bush, No Doubt, and the Goo Goo Dolls. Oh. And after that, I think Gavin and Gwen hooked up, and I was like, Gavin stole Gwen from me. <laughs> yeah. I was mad. That was your chance. <laughs> Ross okay. This close. I was never that close as Gwen Stefani as you were. If I was, oh, man. Might yeah. have had a different end to that yes. story. Yes, yeah, different end, definitely. But <laughs> when was my first crush? That's definitely for sure. Yeah, and Gavin That's Stoller. Awesome. Now Blake Shelton's got her. Dude, yeah, that was oh. such a random hookup initially, but they're so cute. Yeah. Wait, really? Blake Shelton's awesome. You do not know this? You did not no. Know that, yeah. 
What? Oh. Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani. Oh, yeah. It's totally. They've been a thing for a while. It's mm-hmm. been a wow. while, Mike. From the voice, right? Yes. That's where they met. Yeah. Yes, yes. Absolutely. I'm slipping. Yeah. They just bought a house together, evidently, according to Inquirer. They no, I don't know. Like five houses together. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're cute. It's a very odd couple, but like just on the outside. But I think, I don't know. I don't know either of them, but. Well, I still love you, Gwen. <laughs> I think after all of the tr- the turmoil with uh, Gavin cheating on her with the nanny, she just needed somebody to make her laugh. And well, I think he's a pretty funny guy. Blake's, Blake's yeah. cool. Yeah, he's a talented musician. <laughs> I was I can, born country, I can so see, I can I respect that. I can see the that. appeal, for yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. 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 On so. both from both. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> any other first crushes? First oh, rock crushes? with uh, music? I yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Go ahead. You I remember story. when Britney Spears came out. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Gwen Stefani was my first question, yeah. but then Gavin took her. So. Oh, right. right. Britney Spears. I mean, that that's, under, that's understandable. Yeah. I definitely was a JT Lake fan. Ah, for sure. Okay. I remember seeing them at like the county fair. They were playing in Santa, Cl- Santa Clara which oh, is yeah. like three-hour drive from here, and I'm like, Mom, I That's have to go. That's why I saw the Stones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they were playing two shows in one day, and I'm like, I got to go to both. And, so <laughs> <laughs> and I, yeah, but. Nice of your mom Pretty to cool indulge It was very yeah. nice. She did. She took me and some friends, and we Aww. went to the show. Well, we only went to the first show. We didn't stay for the second because my friends were being ridiculous, and we had to leave, and I'm like, was really, I'm, still, I'm still mad at them for it. Those little jerks. Yeah. You haven't forgiven them since. Never. We're no longer friends. They know what they did. Yeah, we're not friends anymore. No. Because <laughs> that was my chance. No. Mike, what was your rock yeah. crush? Yeah. Do you, do you, oh, you have a rock? Or your first my, crush? My first, 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 like, celebrity, or I guess in this case, maybe musical crush. So yeah. the fun, like, literally full circle, like, 90 minutes ago, not even kidding, scheduled an interview with him. Uh, Miss Avril. Wow. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I feel like that should be a topic. I thought it was <laughs> no, Haley. It should be a topic. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Haley was probably number two. Okay. Yeah. From Paramore. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. The singer. I knew you had a crush on Haley. I did not know the Avril. But that makes that sense. That was earlier. Didn't yeah. she have a, a new album come out recently? Yeah. She did. Okay. She's playing live oh. in the vineyard. That's right. Oh, wow. With um, Adam Lambert. Like, that's a oh. big deal. Oh, really? I missed that. Yes, Adam Lambert. <laughs> He's playing this, like, yeah. Hmm. So do you guys know what live in the vineyard is? I've heard of it. I've heard of it. <clears throat> it's a super, super cool thing. It's, I think, in a, it's 11th year or something. And essentially, this woman, she works in the music industry and loved coming over to wine country and doing these intimate performances and... Essentially, so they bring musicians, like notable and upcoming stars, to wineries or to wine country, and they perform these little intimate acoustic sets. Oh, that's great. And you can only win your way in. Hmm. So you can only win your way in, or you could be, I don't know, you can't buy tickets, essentially. And it's just a really cool thing, and it's just grown into this massive, amazing event. And now they have, like, Live in the Vineyard goes country and this and that. But um, this year, I guess Avril's performing, Adam wow. Lambert. Wow. That'd be a good show. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be pretty cool. I believe they're joining us next week also to talk about this week's event or this this yeah. year's event. So okay. yeah. So yeah. are we plugging the next episode? 
I think I just plugged the next episode. Dun, 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 dun. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't miss uh, it. <laughs> Denise from Live in the Vineyard will be joining us next week. Wonderful. So. Cool. Tune in for that. That'll be a good oh, one. I want to win exciting. some tickets. I was going to say, maybe we can like... <laughs> I know. I wonder if we can talk them into that. Yeah. Be like... Give away a pair of yeah. tickets? Mm-hmm. I don't see why not. Hmm. We're a pair. Yeah. We're, yes. we're, 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 <laughs> did we get those Aftershock tickets? Not yet. They're coming. Not yet. Okay. So, I know a lot more about you guys now that I know who your first crush is before. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I've learned a lot today. I mean, I used to have a huge crush on Scott Weiland, too. Uh, I loved him, and I loved Chester. For okay. real. I used to have in my office, like, this little picture of Chester and then of Lincoln Park. And then Scott Weiland. Aww. Those are the dudes. He was great. Scott was great. I got to meet yeah. him. His band was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to run Spotlight because they had their own their own light guy. Yeah. And trying to keep up with Scott. Mm-hmm. He's all over the place. And I, I was just sitting there just, like, on cloud nine. I can't believe I'm getting paid to, Dude, like, right? work with one of my childhood idols. You know, I was a child of grunge era, and there's not too many of them alive. There's not. There's but not. when I got to work with Scott, I was like, dream has come true. You know, dream has come true. And then afterwards, <laughs> getting to hang out with him in the band, got to fight with the tour manager, got promoted by <laughs> that. So. That was all around a good day. Yeah, so. Did you guys like Velvet Revolver? Love Velvet Revolver. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I loved them mm-hmm. so yeah, much. Yeah, great. Just mm-hmm. that, like, bass line then mm-hmm. they, uh, to Slither. Oh, yeah. So good. Yeah, they were, they were awesome. That was probably one of my favorite intros to a live Dude. show I've seen. Was it was at the it was the first time they played the Warfield. I was there. He uh, comes out in just like this floor length, yes. like leopard print coat and this <laughs> crazy hat. And yes, it was just so just so like over the top rock stars, perfect. So like, that oh, was yeah. definitely one of those shows that came around that I was like, I am not gonna miss this show, and it was a sold out show. And I was like, we're leaving early. I told my best friend, I'm like, we're going, we're going to stand in line, they're going to release tickets, and we're going to get them. And so we did. So we stood in line, because that's like kind of... That's what you had to do. That's what you had to do. And so we luckily got these tickets, and I just was like fucking stoked. I didn't even see where they were. were. I was just like, we're going to the floor. And so um, (laughs) they, they were balcony seats. However, I knew, I think I knew the door guy, and he was like... You're small. You can go in. <laughs> so we like got in. It was at the Warfield. So we got in, and yeah, that was an amazing show. Amazing show. Oh, yeah, I never got to see cool. Velvet Revolver, but mm-hmm. I think I saw them twice. Yeah, I got to see the pilots yeah. twice. So I got to work with them once, see them, but the other time. But nice. Uh, yeah, we can't. You know, I, I grew up a Kurt Cobain fanatic. Nice. Kurt Did you Cobain. hear that his daughter is releasing a line of clothing with his art and like? writings on it i did oh, not that's know that. very cool yeah i just yeah. saw it today i got his i've been reading like i went into this like last winter this phase of reading all the grunge lead singers biographies totally and i got a little depressed my girlfriend's like <laughs> shocking what is wrong with you you need to like read something else yeah. <laughs> but i i mean those are my idols growing up like it freaked my mom out she's like check um, out gene simmons's biography yeah he's on the list his autobiography is quite good i have to say I've have you read eric clapton's no, no. his is really good clapton's another one that i cried at because it was he's, just so beautiful i've never seen mm-hmm. him don't talk to me about it because i can't handle it because <laughs> he's He's not going to be playing soon because well, so he has, like, arthritis or carpal tunnel or something. He's going to replace all these musicians. That's what I'm worried about, you know? <clears throat> Crap. Like, every, <laughs> all these amazing no, recording artists it. and musicians are yeah. on their final tours. and They are. Gonna replace them. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, there's there's a new breed. Maybe I'm just Come old on, school. Y'all. We Sitting are, we are. Great Avon Fleet. Okay, yeah. let's start there. <laughs> it's the We're nostalgia. You know, yeah. it's the nostalgia. Yeah. But there are some really good bands, I think, coming up. I don't know. Well, I do have to say about, you know, the Santa Rosa, uh, Sonoma County area, there's a lot of talent here. There yeah. is a lot there of talent. There is so many musicians here, so much talent. Um, I'm kind of like trying to feel out like smaller venues and like the, the musicians. Because the more help I help promote, the, the more shows I get to go see. And mm-hmm. the more cool people I get to meet. You know, exactly. so there's a lot of talent in in this area, and it's just kind of a tough area for musicians. But they don't they don't give up. They keep jamming, and you know I get invited yeah. to shows every night. Mm-hmm. I know I don't even have to look it up anymore. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if they're not appropriate for a winery, it's really hard for yeah, people. Yeah, it you is. Know? And yeah, and not everybody is winery appropriate. You know, yeah, this is wine country, but yeah. which is a bummer because I mean I like wine and I like my rock music. Me I too. want to be able mm-hmm. to enjoy them both, and yeah. I would enjoy them. Yeah. When my we had Kingsboro in... last year, Kingsboro, yeah, I have mm-hmm. never seen people, and I've been to a lot of wine events, and I've worked a lot of wine events, and I've never seen so many people enjoying themselves oh, as blast. much as they Thank did you. with the yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had I, I had a higher up tell me to go ask Kingsboro to turn it down. I oh, we're not going to uh, talk about okay. that. Okay, well, but I, just, I know, yeah. yes. <laughs> That's a hard thing to do. That broke my tiny black yeah. heart. <laughs> but but they they still. They're, they, they're amazing. They're, fun, they're a fun local yes, band. Yes, they're great, great. Great group of guys. Um, yeah. A lot of fun. A lot of local talent here. And I just, mm-hmm. you know, try to go to as many shows. Next weekend, I'm going to Stone Foxes at the Sweetwater Music Hall. Ooh, and they're they're a San, San Francisco band. Mm-hmm. Sweetwater Music Hall is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Very intimate, fun group of people. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's um, in... Mill Valley. Mill Valley. Valley. Yeah. I think I saw... Is that the one... Um, the guy from Grateful Dead. Uh, no, you're talking about Terrapin. Uh, Terrapin Crossroads. Yeah, ah. that's that's. I saw Jackie Green there. That'd be cool. That was a good show. Terrapin mm. Crossroads. Dave's Dave's always trying to get me to Terrapin Crossroads. Oh yeah. And then he forgets to call me. But yeah, I was, like, <laughs> I was at Terrapin Crossroads. Dude, that sounds like me. Yeah, for sure. Bob Weir, Bob Weir, Weir was there. Like, yeah, okay, Bob well, Weir, right? You're supposed to let me know. Yeah. So, nice. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for joining Thanks us. Thanks for having us. You guys us. were amazing. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, Lots pleasure. of fun stories. Mm-hmm. See, it wasn't that bad, right? No, it was great. <laughs> I the wine like, helped, right? I, well, I usually like to save all the mic stuff for the musicians, so <laughs> that's why I help give you guys shows. Yeah. <laughs> much appreciated. Yeah. So, cool. Well, cool. thank you so much, and uh, tune in next week for Live in the Vineyard, right? Most likely. Well, Most we'll like, say yes. <laughs> we'll Don't say write it in pen. Like, <laughs> right. probably. Pencil, pencil it in. All right. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, guys.